Welcome to Read It or List It. I'm Phoebe. And I'm Ashley. And how's everybody doing today? <laughs> Phoebe and I have just spent um, like nearly two hours uh, before we hit record, which I know we say every single time, but like maybe that means that we'll have some sort of like structure to, what is this, volume three of Loving Lately, which is like my new favorite type of podcast to do because I can just like ramble about all the things I'm obsessed with. <laughs> I know I love it too because I also before we started recording I like poured a glass of wine and then I was like hee hee like we can drink wine and record the podcast but like I don't know about anybody else but like I listen to podcasts like in the morning usually yeah. <laughs> like oh it, so it's like your host are like oh my god you're drinking in the morning like- <laughs> yeah or like sometimes I'll listen when I'm cooking dinner it just like depends on like where I am in my audiobook life because I don't, like, listen to a ton of podcasts. So I was just, like, that's so funny. Because I had one time, like, when I used to do the the read and rise with, like, my coffee in the morning. Mm-hmm. And, like, during the pandemic, I used, I, I would, like, I think I did, like, read and wine or something. I don't know. And I would, like, have a giant wine glass in front of my bookshelf. And people who are in opposite time zones... <laughs> Oh my god! I, I had to stop doing that. it because because I had to stop doing it because people in like Australia and eight, like I think it's Asia that's like twelve hours difference. Mm-hmm. So like at seven p.m. I'd be like whatever, and at 7, they'd be like, I know it's bad right now, up. Phoebe, but like, <laughs> is it that bad that you're having wine in the morning? And they would always be like, I correct, I self corrected and like realized that it's evening for you and morning for me, but. <laughs> It just, like, always would make me laugh. I thought you were going to say, like, we meant to, like, be, like, a little tipsy recording this episode, and you've already, like, sobered up because that's how long we've been talking before we actually, Oh, like, no, I was, like, rationing my wine glass. <laughs> I don't have my wine. I, I was eating my dinner that John made for me. It was phenomenal. It would have gone really great with a nice red. So I don't drink red in the summertime. I'm drinking a rosé currently, which I'm kind of, like, over. I feel like rosé had a moment for a long time. So, Rosé is not on my loving lately. But... I was just going to say, like, you're not loving lately, Rosé. <laughs> um, but I got a I got a PR package um, that included, like, two... It's from the Pinot Project, which is, like, a wine Ooh. brand. And so it included, like, two cans of wine. And one was a Pinot Grigio and one was a Rosé. And uh, all that I had this evening was that. And it was cold. So I was like, I'm going to grab that. <laughs> Yum. Oh, no, I but I did pour it into a glass. I would actually add Board Game Arena on my Loving Lately um, thing. And that's what John's doing right now. He's playing with, like, his friends from high school. Um, it's just, like, an online, like, place where you can find, like, pretty much every board game. They're all, like, digital. So oh, cool. It is very fun. We play often because I – two reasons why I love it even when I'm just with John, is one, uh, don't have to set up the, the game. So I'm lazy, so you don't have to set up the game if it's just, like, online. Um, and then um, second, it does the math and the counting for you and, like, make sure you're, like, making a legal move. Oh. And so that's, like, two things that I, like, takes away all the thinking, and it's very fun. We play, they have pretty much every game you can imagine. Like, they have all the Catans, um, we've been playing, which dovetails really nicely into our wine discussion. We've been playing this game called, uh, I think it's Viviculture and it's like, you like, uh, grow your own, 
grapes and then make your own wines and then you serve your customers and you're trying to get as many points as possible and it is very fun so okay well on my loving lately i love that if you've never listened to one of our loving lately episodes um this is just something we started new recently to sort of break up the uh i guess like the normal way that we've been doing things um, where we talk about three things that have been like, because Ashley and I are both people who are very passionate about the things that are consuming our time. Um, call them that's hyper- such a that's such a nice way of phrasing. <laughs> I would say call it a hyperfixation, calling it not being able to be chill about anything. Um, but we both just become very consumed by the things that fill the twenty four hours of the day. Mm-hmm. And so that's one of yours, one of your loving lately's amazing. Um, yeah, that's like a loving always thing, but like yeah, well you're felt, a game I person. Necessary. I am. I'm a total nerd through and through. So, and I'm proud. Well, one of mine is from a previous episode that was one of yours, and that is old episodes of Survivor. Yes. Because when you told me that you and John were watching old episodes of Survivor, I immediately had to start watching old episodes of Survivor. So I started with season eight, the first All-Stars, because that was my favorite. Oh, that is a good one. Nick did not really watch the show growing up. So he would get, like, bits and pieces of it when I was watching. And Mm -hmm. he was like, I want them to, like, have to survive more. I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> like, he's, like, not into the, like, game aspects of it as much as he is the literal, like, day-to-day living and, like, on a deserted island yeah. situation. So I was like, oh, well, you'll probably like the really early seasons then. So we watched. Yeah, it's so different. They're it's so different. so different. So we watched Australia, and he mm-hmm. loved that because of, like, the medical evacuation. <laughs> Mm-hmm. He was like, this is actually surviving. And, like, how they used to have to, like, they would give them, like, a map and they had to find their way to camp. Yeah. And so we just, so we watched Australia. But, so we, and then we just started watching season three, which is the Africa season. And we're only two episodes in because we just, like, watch an episode, like, while we're eating dinner. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Nick was like, I can't wait for episode three. And I was like why because i've i've watched all of the seasons before like i know who all the winners are but like i kind of like that because then i don't get like the anxiety of watching it and like i know who not to get attached to um but he was like it said in the preview that in that episode they get surrounded by lions (laughs) and i was like (laughs) what 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 was that show? I feel like I mentioned it on a podcast, maybe in our very first Loving Lately episode. I don't know. It was so fun. It was on, it was like very intense. It was like more of a survivalist show combined with, it was like Naked and Afraid combined with Survivor combined with the like some other reality television show. Like it was like, oh my gosh, what was it? It was on... I feel like I do remember you talking about this, but Netflix. I Netflix. Um, I have no idea, but I will. I'll do a little googling. It's been like it's like such like a fun summer show. Oh, Outlast. I found it. Outlast. Oh, okay. That was what it was called. It's like yes, it's like, um, 
this is what this magazine says netflix new survival show is alone meets the hunger games and that's Ooh. very true it's like lord of the flies mixed with alone so you start every there you're on teams and so there's uh alpha beta charlie oh god that's delta. all that's all you need to say because nick loves to name those things he designed a set for a show that i was in in college there was these like three towers and he named them alpha bravo charlie and i was like why can't we just oh, call them yeah and i was like yeah. why can't we just call them abc and he was like because that's not what you do <laughs> right and like when he's like on the phone and he'll be like a as in alpha b as in bravo and i'm like oh my god nick you're so embarrassed <laughs> oh my god can you tell i like uh listened to too much omegaverse where i was like alpha beta <laughs> alpha. Oh, no yeah yeah bravo. all right well um, okay well check back for our next loving lately because maybe that's what we'll watch next yeah it's so good and they're like all on they're all on um they're all on different teams and like only one team can win. So they like sabotage each other's camps and like they're like literally out there like with bears. Like it's very good because Alone is one of John's favorite shows ever. Yeah, so you should definitely check that out and we'll come back for next round and you'll be obsessed with it. Amazing. I love it. It's we struggle to find things to watch together because I think neither of us want to give what the other one's excited about a chance even though we generally am like obviously like I have things that I like and he has things that he likes and like that's healthy for a marriage. Um but generally when one of us is excited about something if we just give it a chance like he watched shadow and bone which i had no i should have known he would have liked it but like he Mm -hmm. just like started watching it and i was reading on the couch and then i kept hearing like the darkling and like mal and i I, like finally looked up and i was like your ears were like and i was like shadow and bone and he was like yeah do you know it and i was like it's a book and he was like oh i would read these books and I should have known that he would have liked it because it's, like, very much... He loves, like, heist things, and so I'm going to get him... Wait, can he... You haven't read those, right? You haven't? No. You guys absolutely should... Buddy read it, like, one chapter at a time because it works so well. (laughs) Rip Icebreaker. I saw somebody... Somebody... I don't even know who. Somebody's reading Icebreaker right now, and... Can you just please um, finish it? I think I'm going to. Well... I'm like very caught in between so many there's so many good books out right now like not even out like there's just so many good books on my TBR Mm -hmm. that like have probably been out forever that I'm like feeling so pressured like I'm like oh my god what way do I turn like I have to read Icebreaker is really good on audio if you need a new audio book well no I don't need a new audio book because I finally have decided that I'm going to start the Fallen Men series um so that would be my new audio thing Fallen Men. It's Gianna Darling. It's like oh, I don't know it. Taboo motorcycle. Taboo on audio. Spicy. I know. My goodness. Yeah. So anyway, yes, he loves Shadow and Bone. So I Six of Crows is so good. I, Obviously, I have a tattoo of it. I mean, I I was like most people skip the first like Shadow and Bone and go straight to Six of Crows and like. You can, but, like, since he's watched the show, and I know that they've combined. Yes. I, I haven't even watched the show, is the thing. Like, I oh saved. Oh, my God, Phoebe. I know. I saved the show for when I got my first dose of the COVID vaccine, but I ended up yeah. t- falling asleep because I <laughs> didn't feel well. <laughs> so. No, you need to. Here's the thing. 
I mean, I'm a mal hater to my core, so I don't care about Shadow and Bone at all. Um, but Six of Crows, I am obsessed with every single character. And mostly, what's so funny is my least favorite character in the book is uh, Matthias. Matthias, I don't know, whatever, however we pronounce it. Um, and he is my favorite character in the show, mostly because I'm obsessed with Callahan. Callahan, whatever his oh, name is. See, that's actor. Why I love uh, I love a good adaptation that can like that I just think that like that's like the power. I mean, I'm also just, you know, like mm-hmm. pat on the back for my profession, but like they're No, really. They're a good actor. Like I just there are so many things where I'm like, this writing is terrible, but a good like what was it? Oh, it's not that the writing is terrible, but in the, the Summer I Turn Pretty, those books read so YA because young. they're written, mm-hmm. so they're written, they're YA books that are written for a young adult audience. They are written for 14 and 15 year olds. Like that is the t- the key demographic. The, yeah. But the, when, and so I, I read the first book with my eyeballs and I was like, okay, cute, but it was just like not my vibe because I am not the tar- target demographic. But the audiobook yeah. narrator for this, I literally, I think I've told this story on the podcast before, but like I laid in my bed in the dark and it was like, I think it was like the, maybe it was January of 2021. I don't know. But it was like still like peak COVID times. And I just like laid in the dark listening to it because the narrator brought it to life in such a way that I was like, yeah, when you're 15, everything is awful. <laughs> so yeah. anyway. A good actor. I really love that. I love when, like, an actor, like, brings it, like, just, like, makes you feel, like, transports you back to that time or, like, makes you, like, just, like, feel the book so much deeper. And, yeah, I mean, people will always be, like, the book is better than the movie. But, like, sometimes the movie's pretty good. Like, I think they did a phenomenal job with Shadow and Bone and so far what they've done with Six of Crows. Like, I just, the production quality is like out of this world and you can like it's like actually how I pictured everything yeah well Nick wouldn't let me <laughs> I could only read on my kindle if I wanted to be in the living room with him because you had to have the lights off to like enjoy it <laughs> yeah oh 100% um, yeah so I maybe this fall yeah. I'll make it happen because if, if he reads six of crows like I would absolutely read it with him yeah, I tried to get John. Well, actually, so um, the only people that listen to my book recs, no, I'm just kidding. Um, but I'm like, uh, like a, I don't know how many books, but I have a perfect score of book recommendations for John's family and like for John's brother specifically. Like when he and um, John were uh, driving across the country last year, they were like, what book to read or whatever. And I was like, Six of Crows, because they had done. Um, Jeff, that's my brother-in-law, and his wife, Asia, they did um, Ninth House on one of their road trips. And so they, like, already really liked Lee Bardugo. And I was like, you've got to read Six of Crows. I feel like that would actually keep John's attention as well. Um, But true to his form, John's form, with the buddy reads, he, the second they were finished driving, he didn't finish it. I'm like, how can you just, like, leave in the middle of that book? Like, so rude. Yeah, I can't really um, that. So I'm not loving lately John's inability to <laughs> stick through with a uh, buddy read. Uh, so when I shared that I was reading Done and Dusted, 
uh, Haley messaged me like so fast and was like, did Ashley tell you that we're doing a fake buddy read of this because we can never agree oh on a face? God. And I was like, she didn't because it was when you were away. <laughs> um, yeah, that's our, I meant to tell, I was going to tell you that today when you were like, I finished it. Um, 15. Yes, that is our buddy read. Here's the thing. It is, I think it's less than 300 pages. I think the Kindle. Excellent. So like literally, Kate, literally Haley would finish it in the time that it takes me to like eat my lunch. She, it would be done. It's 263. So it is the like perfect little read that is just like, it's so pacey. That is mm. one of my loving lately's done and dusted by Lila Sage. It, she says, I have never seen all of Friday Night Lights the show but it's apparently yeah. the main character is based off of tim riggins who shut up yes i'm impressed with that do you love friday night lights yeah i've only i've been like watching it slowly i'm still on i think i just started season two and it's so good it is like it is so tropey in the best way because it's brother's best friend wait i'm so glad you told me that because now i'm going to immediately pull up you know what's so embarrassing is my pinterest let me just read this to you so i like make aesthetics aesthetic boards for every book that i read or whatever but like i'm so obnoxious with the way that i search things so like my search is literally like like um specific cowboy aesthetic man with flannel aesthetic that's what you have to wild do, flowers though, aesthetic. otherwise you get like clothing ads Be- bell peppers garden aesthetic that's exactly what i do though <laughs> i know um and it is the way you have to do it but anyways all i was saying is now i'm gonna look up tim riggins aesthetic and then picture that will the book so oh. keep keep discussing uh, all the amazing it's things so good like i haven't read a ku book in a while that like because this is how i felt about icebreaker where i was just like an icebreaker is so long because i read Mm -hmm. um mile high by liz tom ford i don't even know how to say her last name yeah Um, yeah. i'm like yeah but it's that like nhl uh flight attendant it's like a hockey player enough and their flight mm-hmm. attendant romance and that was like 600 pages was it is it yes really? and i like it, it so and i i don't like when books that long because by the time you get to like 40 percent, you're like there's so much left and it took me so long to get yeah. to 40 percent and I, like, almost DNF'd it, but I was like, no, like, everybody loves this series, like, just power through. And it was, like, where I was, like, headspace-wise. And I'm so yeah. glad I powered through, and I'm going to continue on with the series. But I really want to read it. But I have heard, like, I have heard that Ryan Shay, who's the male main character in The Right Move, is going to destroy me. That's what's up next for me, so I'll let you know. Oh, my God. I cannot wait. Like, look, everything that I've heard... Ugh, everything I've heard. But I, I'm telling you, okay, here's my second. Is this my second loving lately? I don't even know. But it is just Beckett Porter from oh, In the Oh, yay. I love oh, Beckett. Oh, my God. I have not felt the way. So I think I've never, I mean, like, my type is all over the place in books. But, like, I feel like this is truly, like, where my heart lies in all things is like 
a man who like is both in touch with his emotions but also like afraid of them mm-hmm. and like gets emotional in those like unexpected ways and but it's like I don't know whatever Beckett is is like I love him and he reminds me so much of Bo Holt from the outpost yeah. which is my favorite Devney book and like every time I think about like Bo being like I would give up my mountains any day like I cry and when Beckett was just like I just I can't I like I actually can't I just I thought that I was like okay and then we got to him doing his little the little TikTok and I'll leave it at that because I don't want to say that and I'm just like I am actually in love with somebody that doesn't exist <laughs> Yeah, that is my, I think it's my favorite. I don't know. I want to reread Love Light this uh, fall. I really want to reread. I loved, I loved Love Light. I loved Luca, wow, Luca and Stella. I thought that they were like so fun. And like that was like my first, that was like a very good friends to lovers Mm -hmm. for me. Like I'm not like a huge, it's hard to impress me with friends, friends to lovers because, and I would say like the only like, it wasn't like really a criticism because like I was just kind of like okay this is just like thank god you guys don't have like significant others but like the whole like the thing that I always have an issue with with um friends to lovers is that I'm like it's unrealistic that you guys would have had feelings for so long that you like could keep hidden so like that's like my one thing where I was like uh I don't like it's so obvious from page one that these people like that they're in love with each other like like, how could you possibly have gone 10 years without, like, expressing it? But, like, then also, like, Luca makes this really good point of being, like, you know, you don't – even if you know that, like, how you feel, like, you don't want to rock the boat when it's, like, the most important person in your life. Oh, yeah. Thing. So I get it. But, um, like, so – but any all that to say, like, friends to lovers is usually, like, tricky for me because I'm, like, do I believe this or not? But that one's, like, one of my favorite ones. That and obviously funny feelings are, like, my two favorite friends to lovers. But yeah. Um, I think that, like, Friends to Lovers oh. is so, like, and this is why, like, my point always is that it's, I think it's frustrating from a reader standpoint because, like, like you said, how could this not have happened? Like, how do you mm-hmm. not, how, how have you not, like, slipped up? Like, um, but when you think about it from, like, a human perspective, like, it is so, I yeah. mean, it's so hard to even, like, have an honest conversation with, like, our platonic friends, like, yeah. like a being honest about that because, you know, I think that we can be so easily, like, talk, talk ourselves out of anything of being like, oh, it's all in my head. Or maybe I'm just like, maybe that's just me. Exactly. So, no, 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 I think you're right. I think from, like, a reader standpoint, you're like, what? But if you just, like take yourself and let your like let yourself go on the ride with them instead mm-hmm. of like judging their choices you'll have a much better experience with friends to lovers in my opinion yeah i mean honestly i feel like lately i've just been loving ha huh? get it um i have been like i haven't no genre or like trope has been like eh, i don't feel like reading it like i'm like accidental pregnancy mm-hmm. surprise baby like anything i'm i am i'm just here for the good vibes and good times that's how i feel too because i was like in my i wouldn't say how girl era. Well, oh yeah oh, yeehaw um <laughs> yeehaw because i also finished powerless by elsie silver 
Okay, but like, so how was that one? Because I'm very excited for that one. A round of applause. Oh my god. It, is that the one where he's like... A hockey player. So it's a hockey uh, player okay. and a small town and cowboys. <laughs> isn't isn't that the one where like um, he says like... He has a dirty mouth. A dirty, yeah. dirty mouth. <laughs> <laughs> because prior to me reading Powerless... I was in my, like, I wouldn't necessarily say, like, closed door era, but I was in my, like, emotional romance era. Like, yeah. you know, I would say, you know, like. Emily Henry. Yeah, like the, like the one, one and a half chili peppers. Yeah. And then Powerless happened. And I was like, oh, I need to get back on this. I need, I need, I need, I need some more flavor. I, <laughs> I need some more spice. I have heard Oh, it's oh my gosh! I like really see this is what I'm saying about all the books that I have to read. Like I can't, I can't handle it. There's too many good ones. Like I will tell you some things finally. that he says when we are not recording because I already have seen some of them, and I'm like, I that's why I've been saying it was it was seeing the PR around Powerless that would made me be like, okay, I cannot stop. Like I cannot put this series aside any longer. Like I need to read it, mm-hmm. and then. I heard, you tell me if this is true or not, but, like, I heard that two, three, and four, I heard at least two and three don't have their next breakups. They is don't. Right or not? They don't. <gasps> Praise. And if, I, I can't really remember in two as much because I read that a little bit, but it's nothing, like, devastating, you know? Yeah, like, it's just, like, a little, like, yeah. Like, I don't mind, like, uh, we haven't read, you haven't read In a Jam, In a Jam. No, but it's, I, I literally was just doing a post of, like, books I need to read before summer ends, and In a Jam is on it. Yeah. Oh, my God. I love, uh, I love Noah. Noah also has a dirty mouth, let me tell you that. <laughs> I, um, I literally was, like, because it had been so long since I had delved into spite, into the spice. Not so long, but uh-huh. longer than normal. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah. I literally was, I, like, had to, like, I, like, was standing, like, frozen in my kitchen and was just, like, listening. <laughs> and I was, like, <gasps> you're, like, oh, oh. You, like, forgot you had a dish in your hand. You're, like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was, like. Kind of fan myself off. It was, like, straight up, like, a, I'm trying to think of, like, um from, like, a TV show where you're, like, <gasps> <laughs> and then I was, like, oh, okay. It was so good, but it's chunky. Like I, I got, I ordered a physical copy because I loved it so much. I think I have to get the whole series because I like. You I do. Like, you have to get the people covers before they go away because like they're so pretty. Also, do you know that they're all? Logan just told me this this past weekend. They're all real couples. Oh, cute. So it's like, yeah. Right so I'm like, I love that. Yeah, I need to make sure I got the. I can't remember. I also, I just, I love the colors. I love. I redid my bookshelf. Oh, my third loving lately is that I love my bookshelves i redid them and i'm obsessed with them i got so many compliments um not that i need validation but like it's also nice um that they looked like like a bookstore and i was like sick sick because i have like seven copies of each book or no i'm just kidding but i like really love the way that they look and i'm like so happy and of course i did that before i went to book bonanza and then i bought like a crap ton of books at book bonanza and so i'm like okay well was this all in vain but my first set of books that I, like, brought back home on the plane with me and then I shipped 
um, the rest. <laughs> Cassie actually shipped, like, a good amount oh. for me. Thank God. <laughs> I was like, she was like, let me take some of these. And I was like, thank God. Because the people at the FedEx, like, on site were, like, not having it. Um, so, anyways, I already put away all the books that I, like, brought home with me, which were the ones that were, like, the most special to me. I was like, I'm not going to, like, trust any shipping place with these. So I've already put those away and they look so good. And so I like definitely still think I have room. I basically only kept on my shelves books that I still want to read on my like TBR and books that I've already read that I've given four or five stars to. So it feels like a very happy place to be. I need to do that. I thought that was my plan to do this past weekend because I thought it was supposed to rain all weekend yeah and then it didn't so i was like i want to be outside right so maybe this weekend i will do it because the air quality is horrendous in yeah buffalo thanks to the canadian wildfires which i hope everybody is staying safe because if it's this bad here and we are nowhere near the flames Mm -hmm. i can't imagine how awful it is in the the immediate vicinity So I hope everybody is staying safe. Um, But, you know, I've had to pull out the N95s again. But, yeah. I know. You see that tweet that was, like, uh, only in – this is, the like, when you realize, like, you're in the part of history that they write the textbooks about. It's, like, using your N95 mask that you bought for the pandemic to – save you from the wildfires or like to like control your air for the wildfires. oh yeah i am not loving lately how apocalyptic life is Mm -hmm. right now what is your what you have like one more loving lately for sure i do um i'm gonna my my couch to 5k thing that i'm doing i oh yeah i love it that's a big one i love it tell us more um i stay pretty quiet about like you know exercise stuff just because like you know people can be mean on the internet um but I was telling Mm -hmm. Ashley before we started recording that I just like am in this like really healthy spot of like loving what I'm doing movement wise and being outside and so this air quality issue is like really um what is that phrase what a damper it's really it's a huge damper it's um what is that phrase something Mm. my Style. Cramping my style. It's cramping my, cramping style. my style. So, yeah, not loving lately that my brain's not working. But anyway, yeah, loving that. I may, depending on, like, I was just, like, thinking today because I keep getting messages from people. Um, oh, speaking of messages from people, I thought that we should do a Q&A episode one of these Ooh. days. I think that that could be kind of fun. Yeah. So let's do yeah, it. We'll keep an eye out for that. But, yeah, I'm loving that, feeling very good where I am mentally with it. And I'm just, like, really happy that it's summertime and being outside and Mm -hmm. flying through books, which is great. So. Snaps all around to, like, very much loving lately summertime. Yeah. I love the summer. I love summer. Like, I I really honestly don't hate any season. But also, I'm very fortunate to live in an area where – the winter season is very short <laughs> so it's like the hot ho- i get to like have the holidays and that's like so fun and festive and whatever and then it's like summer's basically i mean winter's basically over so i feel very fortunate in that versus like i know you have like the longest winter ever so like it's like very different it's not the cold that gets me because i i keep trying to explain this it's to the people short days. it no it's the gray like 
it is mm. and it's really something that like i could not have been prepared for but right once the like sparkle of the holidays is over it's just like the middle of january through like early april like when the sun comes out like it's a big deal like it is like everybody's like the sun came out like you and yeah. you do you don't think about those things affecting you but like just makes it hard to get out of bed in the morning because like yeah. you know i don't know but because i don't hate any season either and like when i lived in new york city i loathed summertime it was the worst mm-hmm. because it's slow theater season and if you don't book summer stock and you're not like in a broadway show you're just like there and it's hot and it's there's so many tourists in the summertime when i'm like why are you not coming at christmas i'd never understood that but, you know, people are off from school and all of that. So I guess that makes sense. But I have become one of those people that, like, it was so humid this weekend and we were golfing. And our friends were like, oh, my God, it's so hot and humid. And I was like, I love it. <laughs> like, I've become, like, a sicko yeah. who's, like, the hotter it is and the more I'm sweating, the more I'm like, yes, because I know it's not going to be like this forever. So I don't know. I just, yeah, I, I am enjoying where I am. If that makes Cheers sense. to that. Cheers That's to that. the best way. All right, wanna? How, That's the best way to end. How about all of we? Our do we want to close out with what we're currently reading? But, well, Ooh, sure. Are you still reading in the weeds? I just finished it. Like I just turned the last whatever. I didn't really turn a page because I'm doing the audiobook, but I metaphorically uh, just <laughs> finished the final words to that blog. Oh my gosh, the whole thing. The whole book was perfect. So I finished that and I will be, um, like I said, starting the Fallen Men series on audio, but I also um, am like reading Flawless on my Kindle and I also very much like feel the craving to read um, QB Tyler's newest book, Mm. Keep Her Safe, which is like a bodyguard romance. Um, so I think I'm going to like give that a go as well. That's like next up on my list. And then you should read Mrs. Nash's Ashes. Yes. Oh my gosh. It's so funny. Before you posted about that, I literally, well, it was when Lane, my, uh, my friends Lane and Hannah were here and they were like, um, playing this game on my shelves where it was find how many copies of the same book Ashley has. (laughs) And it was like, where's Waldo? It was very fun. Um, and embarrassing for me. Um, but uh, they were, like, pulling out different books, and they were, like, uh, oh, this one just, like, kind of came out. And I'm, like, oh, my gosh, this sounds so good. I read the whole synopsis, and I was, like, I'm going to read this. And then the next day you post about it, and I was, like, oh, It's so perfect. good. I put this in my review, but I was kind of hesitant because, like, I got an arc for it, and I was, like, kind of hesitant about it because mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be, like, Beth O'Leary's books. and Yeah, because it says that in the, like, um, blurb right. of, like, fans of – and I got, I just don't, I, I, I struggle with British romances and I, I hate mm-hmm. that because I make, I feel like it makes me feel very uncultured, but I just, we don't vibe, but. Except for Talia. Except for Talia, yes. Um, but Bernie from A Paperback Life, I don't know if you follow her or know her, she raved about it and we generally have like very similar taste so I was just like you know what I'll give it a shot 
it's so good. It is so witty, but it's also so emotional and like the spice hits. Like it's still okay. like, like I would give it like it's almost a two. Two and a half. Oh, two. Yeah. Like Okay. But because there's just there it's it t- it's a little bit of a slow burn, but like when it happens, it Okay, happens. but you know what? I'm gonna add another loving lately as we wrap up this episode. I'm just gonna sneak sneak another one in there. Um, I have been like you were saying, like you have like uh you're like now maybe back on like more of the spice train. I have been very much loving the one two two and a half. I would say like the the one and a half to two and a half range mm-hmm. has been like such a sweet spot for me because like I just know that it is I just know that it is just going to like give me everything that I want plot wise. Yes. And then it's gonna be that like little like little like little icing on the top. Yeah, it's so, like a surprise. Yeah. And I, so I, oh my gosh. Yeah. So I highly recommend it. It's very good. Maybe I'll try audio too on it. I don't know. I bet the audio is good. I just like it's grumpy sunshine, it's forced proximity. Oh. But it also so it's told it's not told in dual timelines, but it's about two love stories. Because it's about a like twenty late twenty year old woman who goes through a really bad breakup and she ends up moving into the downstairs apartment with her elderly neighbor. And her elderly neighbor tells her about the greatest love of her life, who was it was during a war. I don't know what war. That's I don't remember. Um, but her she was a she worked with pigeons. So she like taught them how to like oh like to like homing pigeons. Yes, homing pigeons and she fell in love with a nurse and they both were like they were together while the war was going on and then when the war was coming to an end, Elsie, the woman she's in love with, tells her like, you know, if you have other if you have someone back home, life will be easier for you. So basically she's like, if you have a man who will marry you your life will be easier mm-hmm. because Mrs. Nash, I believe, is bisexual and Elsie is a lesbian. So they lose touch in a very tragic way. And when Mrs. Nash dies, Millie, the main character, is like determined to reunite them in death. So she brings some of her ashes. <gasps> so it's. What? So yeah, and so they're like, she's at the air. So there's. You know, travel arrangements go wrong, so she meets this stranger, but turns out he's not a stranger because he was in the same MFA program with her ex, and, like, they end up traveling together. It is so charming and so contemporary, but has the deliciousness of, um, like, literary fiction in a way, but it does, it's not hard to read, it's so good. Oh it's like it's I, might be my favorite romance of the year. It's so good. I think good. that's like the I think that that is the biggest sell that you ever made to me. Oh yay. I'm so glad. I love it. It was so like, good. That sounds so good. I and the thing is like I've been craving so much finding like a diamond in the rough. Like yeah. finding a book that like isn't everywhere, like something that's like so quiet quietly amazing like you want to be the one that shouts about it yeah um 100 and i don't know what it was like something i like saw that book on my shelves and i was like because I, I, I obviously also got it got an arc of it and i was like oh my gosh like this sounds 
this sounds so good. Like this sounds like a good fit my criteria of like what I'm looking for. Like when I'm trying to find the book that like I haven't heard about before, like just like that instant excitement by reading the synopsis. Like I got that with that book and now the raving review, I'm just like, okay. Yeah. I loved it. Very much into it. Loved it. Into it. All right. All right. Well, that is like, I feel like, you know, this was like an overwhelmingly very positive episode. I hope that we have given you um, a lot of things to love on the screen, on your Kindle, um, in your life. Yeah. And please let us know what you are loving lately. Yes. We'll probably try it out. Yeah. Influence us, please. I'm always looking. (laughs) I'm always looking. Honestly, I have been really loving people telling me, like, I really loved this book. And I think you should read it. It's been very fun for me. But until next time, thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Original music by Jake Thorne. Podcast produced and edited by me, Ashley Chandler, and Phoebe Wright. You can find us on Instagram at Pod. All rights reserved, 2020.